It's October 31st and time for Social in Six. In the same fortnight that Aletis on YouTube Live celebrated outlasting Liz Truss as PM, there are also plenty of switch-ups on social. We'll be catching you up on what you need to know today, including Facebook ditching news, TikTok being used for news, and Pinterest taking a leaf out of TikTok's book. Much to say. And if you like what you hear, do let us know by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, without further ado, let's get started. First up today, TikTok's new ad format means you only pay if people watch your ads. TikTok's latest ad format is called Focused View, and as you might be able to guess by the name, it's for video view campaigns. Focused View means you'll only have to pay for ads when people voluntarily watch or interact with them for at least six seconds, whichever one comes first. It sure sounds novel, but it's not unfamiliar. YouTube's ad model works in a really similar way. It only makes advertisers cough up if people watch the ad without skipping. Remember when Brand's answer to this was to use those precious five seconds having actors shout, don't skip, don't skip. Yeah, let's not bring that back. Elsewhere at TikTok HQ, it's already testing yet another new ad format, this time called Showtimes. Some of you in the States might have access to this already, but it's designed to let production and entertainment companies promote their latest film by showcasing a full trailer, followed by screening and information on cinema Showtimes tailored to the audience's location. Focus view ads means you can engage with your audience more effectively and more cost efficiently. You can't say fairer than that. Now moving over to Showtime ads, they're optimised to drive film-going intent directly from TikTok to buying cinema tickets as users are redirected from ticketing partners to complete their purchase, ultimately making the buying experience a lot more smooth. It'll help marketers connect with TikTok's notable film-loving community, and the platform says 52% of people find a new film, show or actor on the app, as well as one in four viewers of movie ads on TikTok went on to buy a ticket. Now moving over to Facebook, who are retiring a publisher tool that was once brought in to maximise reader engagement. Yes, in 2015, Facebook introduced a feature called Instant Articles, designed to make it easier for people to read news articles from a mobile device. It was Facebook's answer to the amount of people using its site for news and publisher content without having them leave the app to do so. Now Facebook's reportedly getting rid of the feature along with Bulletin, which was Meta's newsletter platform for writers and journalists. Reports say both will be gone by April next year. It's not great news for publishers, I'll admit, who, like everyone else, are being shoehorned into short-form video. Not the best way to relay important news, in my opinion. But silver linings, less news on Facebook means less fake news on Facebook, and I think they're very aware of this too. There's no place for misinformation in the metaverse. Plus, there's nothing stopping you from continuing to link out to your mobile website. Not yet, anyway. So what are the implications for publishers? Well, Meta's reportedly moving away from investment in news content because it doesn't align with today's user preferences. And it must be said, it doesn't really work with their scattered feed algorithm. The company says less than 3% of what global users see in Facebook's feed are posts with links to news articles. Instead, and there's no real surprise here, Reels takes precedence, accounting for over half the time spent on the app. As a result, publishers should be investing further into short-form vertical video content if they aren't already. And I'm sure you'll soon get bored of hearing this, but video, video, video. Now, staying on the theme of news, a new study says TikTok could be the go-to news platform before long. Pew Research Center has released new research that shows TikTok increasingly being used as a news source by young adults in the US. It found that about a quarter of American adults under the age of 30 now regularly get their news on TikTok, a figure that's gone up by 17% in the last two years alone. 
So since 2020, the share of US adults who say they regularly get news from TikTok has basically tripled from 3% in 2020 to 10% in 2022. This comes after the recent study I'm sure you've all seen lately that shows Gen Z using TikTok and Instagram more than Google for search. But despite TikTok's increase in the news space, Twitter and Facebook remain the go-to apps to consume news content at 53% and 44% respectively. That's despite what Facebook is telling us and with Facebook actively trying to shun news from the platform. Yeah, maybe I'm not quite Gen Z enough for this update as I'm a firm Googler, but TikTok seems to be replacing or supplementing other apps as place to find news. For other social platforms, news consumption has either declined or stayed the same in recent years. As we mentioned in the previous update, Meta's actually cutting down on investment in news content. People still primarily come to TikTok for entertainment, but Gen Z's influence means TikTok's also increasingly being used as a search engine. And with their tailored algorithm, it's a hugely powerful and focused engine to search from. It means TikTok's worth considering as an effective channel for video-first news content if you haven't already. And if you're a media brand specifically targeted towards Gen Z or users under 30, it's an absolute must. Over to Instagram, who are rolling out an update that lets you drive traffic to multiple sites. That's right. Now, all the way back in April, we reported that Instagram was testing a space for multiple links in your bio. Now that update is rolling out, albeit in staggered stages, so not everyone's going to get this at once. Those of you who do get access to the feature will be able to add what is essentially the function of Linktree and contain several links in one place in your Instagram bio. You'll also be able to create custom titles for these, again, much like on Linktree. So you can say things like podcast, website, shop, OnlyFans, whatever floats you guys. It seems there are no restrictions on domains you can link out to. Something to bear in mind, though, only the first link is going to show up on your Instagram profile as a preview. People will need to tap on the plus sign prompt to see your full list of links. Native support for multiple offline platform links means you can direct followers to key landing pages without using third-party tools like Linktree. And these tools often come at a cost if you want to customise link menus with your own branding or images. Now with the new update, make sure to customise each link with a call to action to drive traffic to your website, latest video, news article, podcast or event page. If you have specific bestsellers, set up a link directly to them or if you dropped a new collection, ensure you create a link out to that specific collection for maximum traffic. Now on to Pinterest, whose recent partnership brings new music to Idea Pins. Idea Pins are a paid placement for brands that are essentially multi-page stories that can contain pictures, videos, text overlays, you name it. Now, Pinterest has given its advertisers a way to elevate Idea Pins by partnering with Warner Music Group, Warner Chapel Music, Merlin and BMG to get licensed music. Some artists included in the signing are Bruno Mars, Ed Sheeran, 21 Pilots and Paramore. To use the feature, just tap the music icon when sharing an idea pin, then search by artist, track name or keyword. The new licensed music is in addition to Pinterest's current royalty-free music library, which are basically stock tracks, far less fun than Paramore. Idea pins are primarily video first, but can be used in combination with images, text and other editing tools, giving you flexibility depending on the content you want to make. Because users tap through idea pins in a similar way to Instagram stories, you can insert stills with step-by-step instructions in between multiple short tutorial videos, for example. Licensed music gives idea pins parity with short-form video competitors' stories, shorts and TikToks, letting you elevate your content using trending or seasonal music. And I hate to say it again, but short video is key. Get creative with your idea pins. And finally, LinkedIn's making it easier to tag collaborators and upload image carousels. 
LinkedIn launched its link sticker about two months ago, and now the platform's expanding that to include person and page options for your posts. So these are basically tagging functions similar to how you can add official collaborators in Instagram stories. Person obviously indicating that you can collaborate with an individual profile and page for collabs with company pages. With these, you'll be able to redirect viewers to another LinkedIn profile or page. In other news, Matt Navarro has spotted a little treat of a feature. It looks like LinkedIn's going to roll out native image carousels, which they teased in July of this year. Right now, you'll know that if you upload multiple images to a post, they just appear in the most illogical, unattractive grid of pictures that you've ever seen in your life, which is why most people turn to carousels by making a PDF of your stills and uploading it as a document. No more. The catch is that this is likely going to be available to select users only to start with, but it'll be everyone else's turn not long after. Just like link stickers, person and page stickers only work for images. It's best practice to include image components in your posts, but you can also use templates, a visual-first text post editor, if you have access. And hallelujah, carousels are going to be so welcome on LinkedIn. You'll no longer need to convert multi-image posts into documents to have them show up as a carousel, saving you time and effort. I've personally spent far too much time creating these in the past. And finally, one thing to watch out for if you have access to the update right now, you may be unable to change the image sequence, so be sure to select the images in the right order or you'll end up in a bit of a pickle. I've got a bone to pick with you, Callum, this week. Me? Video, video, video. It is video, yeah. I want to bring back the written word. I'm kind of angry at Facebook for the instant articles thing, and I think publishers will echo that sentiment. Eve, look, I don't create the algorithms. Oh, I know. But I agree. And actually, I use, I think I was talking about this on the Ryanair episode, maybe. Um, I use social majority for news. Not massive. I like, I like a little bit of dose mm. of dopamine here and there and kind of like funny meme stuff. But I actually use Twitter especially for news. Um, yeah, me too. Look, if Facebook did go to a sort of new sort of algorithm, maybe I'd you know, go back on it a little bit more. I don't think I believe them. But social's so set up for news right it's in the moment yeah. and actually elon musk said uh, a couple of days ago that twitter set up for uh, to empower the everyday person to become a journalist if i actually think it's the most effective tool you know like for a terrorist attack or like um, oh, yeah, uh, breaking news breaking yeah. news like it has that to be on the ground it's unbelievable but the fact that you know articles like you say it's all just going to little snapshots here and there. There's no real quality well, for children. I can but... see the TikTok thing because there's one of the BBC news anchors. Her name slips my mind, but she um, is obviously used to like TV broadcasting and she started a TikTok for the news channel and she just gives everyone the headlines in video form, like yeah. really like natural. And that works really well. You've got like a journalist tweeting from their personal accounts on Twitter and it's where breaking news happens. So I do kind of understand that it might not be totally essential on Facebook. Could I even have a good spin like a lot of regional newspapers we're hemorrhaging so much revenue to Facebook. Mm. So maybe getting some uh, traffic back will help that revenue, even though they like to downgrade posts that you know link away from the app. I'm just not on board with positioning short form features as the best way for people to get news because mm. there's no space for nuance mm. and everything's got to be super clickable, snappy, which leads to it being a little bit cheap. Does the quality get affected by yeah, it? I, I genuinely I think it do. Does. Yeah. I think if you're a serious news publisher Purist. and you want space to introduce a bit of nuance and have a full debate, podcasting is, is the way to go. Mm. If you are being forced away from the written word, podcasting is the only format that lets people 
you know, it gives them permission to work in that long form space and actually keeps people listening for a long time. The Guardian's a brilliant example of that. They've got like five podcasts. And the athletic in the sports space, mm. fantastic for quality. Ironically, I think our producer Mike's probably going to clip you out there and put it in video. So that's his all. There's the irony. <laughs> anyway, moving over to LinkedIn. Now, this one's a little bit trivial, but we like a trivial update and we like something that's useful carousels yeah it's a small one but it's a good one it's a good one and it's one that um so many people would just see an immediate benefit from i'm surprised it took linkedin that long it's like we've we've seen so much data where it's like carousels are the most popular feature like pdfs are the most popular feature because of image carousels like just just make it native yeah it's something to obviously listen to do know linkedin do sometimes struggle to get things through the system in the terms of like developers a little bit longer than twitter or facebook they need to sort it out but anyway at least it's here it's so welcome like i say it'll save so much time and yeah get working on your brand assets if you're a brand or a company or whatever you are on linkedin help your brand assets get your brand guidelines sorted there's so so much like there's so much good stuff you can do with carousels like so many people just use them for like text-based listicles or Mm. like bullet point things which work really well but i saw um, our old art director jace blore he uses uh, instagram carousels just posting his design work and he did one where it's like there's, it's like a seamless scroll. It might not work super similarly on LinkedIn, but I imagine it would be so different. But because it's a seamless scroll, he had a photo of one half of a book laid out flat. And the second carousel image, when you swiped it, just showed the second page. So it looked like one continuous image mm-hmm. um, when you're swiping through. So there's things visually you can do as well to just make it, it a bit more uh, interesting yeah, to look at. Yeah. yeah, I just wanted to bring that one up. What an update. Hats off LinkedIn. They've listened and actually also... Instagram have listened with their link tree-ish sort of link out. So two updates there that are long, long overdue, um, but more than welcome. What's (laughs) up, copycat? Yeah, nice vocals, Eve. We might get done for copyright there. But anyway, make sure to tune in next Monday where we're back with another episode and we speak to Sue Fennessy, who is a founder of new social platform We Are Eight. She is a dose of positivity and the platform's got a really interesting proposition. So make sure you tune into that one.